0: Alright, making a correction. In the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned that Betty White died on Christmas Eve, and it's actually New Year's Eve. I know everyone knows that, but I said Christmas Eve because I don't remember anything. But uh, thanks to Dan for pointing that out. And uh, so, there, there you go. Enjoy the episode. In this week's episode, I reflect on the life of Betty White. I'll tell you how she was a pioneer of television in a man's industry. Happy New Year from DCA. I counted down the New Year in Paradise Park. Here which part of the park I avoided. Wayne the Pooh's copyright protection expires. What does this mean for Disney and who can use that hungry bear? Also, the Book of Boba, Spider Man, Secrets of Sulphur Springs, and more on this Monovision episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Welcome to Mouse your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and
0: girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. What's going on? Huh. Uh-oh! The
1: apprentice lives. What is
0: this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring
1: help me, how Joa.
0: you never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? made you look. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Hey, people. Party, well, of course, got to kick off the podcast. With you the death of the legendary... And Disney legend Betty White. Of course, everyone knows that she passed away on Christmas Eve. 17 days before her 100th birthday. Now, I know a lot of you guys seen a whole bunch of memes out there with when um, this COVID thing started in 2020 with, you know... uh the memes saying, you know, leave Betty White alone, COVID, you know, leave Betty White alone, things like that. And, um, it's, uh, it's a good thing to know that, uh, her passing was not related to COVID at all. So, uh, sources say that she didn't have any sudden Ill- illness. I can't even talk. She wasn't sick, and, um, you know, she wasn't uh, battling anything. So, they, they, they said that she uh, died of natural causes. So, that's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing that, you know, it wasn't COVID. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone would want to go and kick COVID's ass if that took out Betty White. But, you know what? Betty White had a long, long, long career. And from what I read, started back in the 30s when she was a youngin'. And, um, you know, I, I played the theme song from the Golden Girls because that's when I was first introduced to Betty White and, of course, the other three ladies on the show. But, of course, you know, like my parents knew her from um, the Mary Tyler Moore show and other things that she did before that. Now, I, um. well, sometimes I, I have to watch like PBS. But anyway, on PBS, they always have the, they, they have this little special that goes on about Betty White, I'm not sure how old it is. It might be a few years old, but they always they 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 talk about her career and you know she's on there talking herself and and uh, stuff like that. They have her, you know, old uh, co-stars from different shows like Mary Tyler Moore, and um, and it, and it talks about her career and everything she's done. And I thought that was uh, it's a is a is a very very uh, cool. Um, you know, special they have about her. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, maybe you can look it up. Betty White PBS special or something. But um, they have a little you know a lot of things about uh, the the different shows she's done. And um, there's also a a thing on PBS called I Remember Television, and they have um different types of uh old shows they put on and some are like sci-fi and, um, very, very interesting. I can't think of the name off the top of my head about that, the show I'm talking about, but, um, they also have a, um, a show they showed not too long ago. They, um, they, uh, they ran it and it was a show with Betty White. And I think it was, um, It was her very first uh, comedy series called Life with Elizabeth. And it was really, really interesting. Because it's kind of like a I Love Lucy type. And, um, you know, with the camera, uh, like a sitcom show. And uh, it was really, really cool. It was funny. And uh, just to see her um back then this was 1950 50, um one or something like that maybe 52 and um so this is way before mary, mary tyler moore but just to see her um to see how funny she was back then and just to see how much of um basically like I guess this she hasn't changed since the 50s with her timing, the way she delivers her jokes. And so it's just a very, very cool series. I don't know if it's out anywhere on, you know, streaming anywhere, but it's called Life with Elizabeth. And I saw two episodes. So I was like, wow, it's really interesting to see these type of episodes. And then, you know. Compared to what we've seen with um her and uh, the golden girls and of course uh you know the people who've seen mary tyler moore i've 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 never really watched that show I've seen maybe few few you know pieces here and there but um I know she was really really good i've seen like there's no clips I've seen of her when they were talking about that on that p b s special and of course she's just you know brilliant you know other um uh, and for um going back to uh, life with elizabeth she actually um was nominated for um, for uh, uh her first emmy in 1952 <coughs> so um yeah it's pretty cool but other than that shows um she was in you know everything um from she was in the John Larket L- L- show, uh, Suddenly Susan, uh, Addie, Ellie McBeal, that seventy show, The Practice, Boston Legal. Now, those are two shows that I watched, The L- Practice and Boston Legal. I believe, um, I'm trying to remember, but I know in Boston Legal, I believe she played a murderer. I think she was like a murderer. But she kept getting away with murder. <laughs> Um, she was also also on uh, Ugly Betty, and of course, the um, Hot in Cleveland. She was on that show. Let's see, I'm just reading here. She was on Empty Nest as Rose Nyland because she lived right next door, uh, to um, the people in the family. I can't remember the names right now. And uh, you know, a lot of different um. Other shows and uh, movies, things like that. So it's just really, she had a really great career. And um, even though she was 99 years old, she still hadn't retired. She's still going. Uh, we all know recently she was in Toy Story 4. She was, um. she was, as her name in Toy Story 4 was Bitey White. She was a uh, little what, teether toy. As a tiger and uh sp- speaking of um uh things named after her uh you know she she was uh into the uh to animals and things like that and she has a uh, a lot to do with uh what's going on or like things going on at the la zoo and things like that and um she was uh oh they named uh I think a chimpanzee after her character in, um, hot in Cleveland. I saw that on the news a couple of days ago, but, uh, yeah. So when, uh, I think the see. she was honored. Um, there it is city of Los Angeles to the, she was an ambassador to animals for her long time work in the animal welfare. So, Lot of things working, or she's done a lot of things for the animals, and of course, we know that she was uh, a Disney legend. And um, there was something here I wanted to read to you guys. Okay, so here it is. She said this. And this was uh, when she was awarded a Disney legend at the D23 Expo in 2009. She says, I want to put rest the rumor that somebody started that I used to babysit for Walt when he was a little boy. <laughs> so that was something she joked about on stage. Um, she did say that... um when the very first mickey mouse when the first yeah the first mickey mouse doll was released she uh was excited about that and she really wanted the doll and that her parents bought that doll for her and she said that uh that the doll still stands on her desk at home so that's crazy and that's some money right there, she still has that doll in really good condition. that's really awesome so uh just real quick um history about the golden girls Golden girls was a uh was produced by touchstone television, of course touchstone owned by disney and uh I believe I think it was only the first season I think it was just the first season. But I know the first season of uh The Golden Girls was filmed over in uh, MGM studios. Now Hollywood Studios in uh, over there at Disney World. You know, Disney World property. So, um, at that time they were trying to make have a backlot, you know, thing going on like Universal and they wanted to do uh have live filming there and things like that so I think Golden Girl was there I think it was only one season and then they moved to another studio maybe here in California I'm not sure but I know I heard that about the Golden Girls filming over there so that's some little history there but yeah you know what uh, Betty White is always going to be known and loved um uh, throughout the rest of time she's a legend in her own right and yeah i mean it's just it's cool to see someone like that just loved by so many and gonna be missed by so many and we were all waiting for the uh, for her 100th birthday and i and there were there's going to be it's still going on um that thing is a film about her 100th birthday celebrated on um, January 17th coming up. I think it said only in movie theaters, only in theaters on that day, about Betty White. So they'll be celebrating her birthday with that with that film. And uh, I'm sure after it's in the theaters, it's going to be streaming somewhere. So I look forward to that, to see Betty White's 100th birthday tribute and everything. And I'm sure other things are going to be going on with that. But, um, hey, it was, um, she lived a good life. Very, very talented, funny, and smart. Very, very smart. Because, um, she was, uh, the very, uh, first, I'm just reading this, so I'm sorry. It's, she, it says here that, uh. White was one of the first women to have control both in front and behind the camera and is recognized as the first woman to produce to produce a sitcom. So that's just you know that's just crazy, especially in the fifties with you know, everything is male dominant and women can't do this and women can't do that and women belong in the kitchen cooking dinner and make sure it's ready by the time the husband gets home. And if some of you guys are getting, like, (laughs) mad because I'm saying that, hey, that's the way it was in the 50s. Do I believe that? No. (laughs) Of course not. Does my mom believe that? Hell no. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now because my mom was never like that. She was not in the kitchen cooking anything. It was, you know what, when we were little, she would make us food, and by the time we were, you know, able to fend for ourselves, we're on our own. <laughs> so, yeah. My mom wasn't in the kitchen. She always worked. She worked her ass off. And she always makes sure people know that um, uh, I worked. So, anyway. um, Betty anyway, White will be missed. And, of course, we will always be able to see her legacy in film. You know, and TV and you know, all the streaming services there are. That you can watch the Golden Girls and... And Mary Tyler Moore and all those stuff. All the different shows that she was on and and we can always enjoy that. And of course, you can head over to Disney Plus and start streaming Toy Story 4. Check her out there. You will be Miss Betty White. Happy new year Yeah, party Woo-hoo. Yeah That was my new year right there, California adventure. Yeah There was like tons of people there This is over there at the Paradise uh, Park My gosh, I couldn't believe how many people were there. The only thing I was thinking about is, uh, like, um, COVID leapfrog frogging from people to people. (laughs) I wasn't anywhere near all those people. So, yeah, uh, New Year's Eve over at uh, California Adventure. It was, uh, it was cool. Um, in case you didn't know, I actually posted this video up on the YouTubes. So you can go over to YouTube and uh, yeah, go to Mouse Mousepire on the YouTubes and check out the video. A lot of people have checked it out already. But yeah, uh, New Year's Eve. So prior to New Year's Eve, there was a lot of rain here in California. In case you guys are listening out of California, there was a lot of rain. So... I was just like, I was there on Christmas and, um, I, uh, we didn't, uh, or we, it's only me, only me now. I didn't, uh, uh, do a podcast last week because, um, really didn't have too much to talk about and it was the Christmas season. So I figured, you know, Hey, let's, uh, guys focus on shopping, do your last minute Christmas shopping and all that stuff. So it's exactly what I did, but, um, there was a lot of rain during that time too, which was really really bad. And I was thinking about I mean I, I did go to to Disneyland on Christmas. Uh it was cold. I don't remember if it was if it was raining, but I know it was cold. Um so then I was thinking about it was like really raining hard over here during the week before New Year's Eve so, so I started thinking like is it going to rain that much? Is it going to rain on New Year's Eve? Cuz I wasn't trying to be there in the rain. Back in the old days, I would be there in the rain. But now I'm like not trying to be there in the rain. So anyway, it it wasn't bad at all. So I got there and um, I went into Disneyland first. And cruised around there for a while. And I think I, I, um, I think I talked about this in 2019 when I was there for New Year's Eve over at Disneyland. That, like, in that area by, um, going towards, um, Tomorrowland. If you're, um, right there in front of the, um, the the restaurant um they had these uh temporary like shrub walls they look like shrubs greenery and they put them up there in front of the plaza Inn. uh not right in front but like the walkway so if you're traveling down the going through the walkway like if you're going past Plaza in going towards Tomorrowland. They have these things blocking the scene to the castle. So basically it's just um, a walkway and they don't want you to stop looking towards the castle in case something's going on. You know, they have the DJ playing. They have the characters out there. So they don't want anyone stopping and looking because they just want everyone to keep walking and don't look. So they put these things up so you can't, you know, see. So they had that there again uh, for New Year's Eve. I was like, "Oh wow!" I um, they over in uh, now if you guys followed me on the Instagrams and all that, and on the Mousepire Facebook page, you would have saw, seen my post that I was uh, snapping away. So I was doing snappies while I was there, and but I didn't snap this because I'm like, I already I posted this during the merriest nights, but they had a DJ going on. Over in uh, Tomorrowland, over there on the um, on the top of uh, what you call it, what the Star Wars thing is, where they had it, uh, what you call it, the Marvel HQ up there. They had a DJ um, up there, no buzz dancing this time. So they had that going on, and then they had a band over at the Terrence. Good old Terrence had a band going on. Which was um, they were okay. I heard about some band coming. I never heard of them before. I guess they play in um, downtown Disney too. So I guess Disney invited them to come and do the New Year's Eve. they they were okay band. They were just you know basic three chord punk cover band doing songs. Anyway, um, so that was going on over there. The Terrence. I, uh, and then like in front of, uh, the castle, they had a DJ there, Uh, plane, and I actually didn't go over to around the rest of the park. I just, uh, was there for a little bit and then I'm like, uh, I started heading over to, um, California Adventure and when I, uh, was leaving the park, I'm just trying to think about what time it was, probably about. I'm gonna say seven, maybe about seven o'clock or so. Um, uh, there wasn't that many people uh, waiting in um in the inside the um the plaza area. There really wasn't that on the hub. There really wasn't that many people waiting there. So if you want to wait and take a spot like by the popcorn cart, there was plenty of room. I wonder how uh, packed it got, you know, towards closer to midnight. But I went over to uh, DCA and I uh, went to go eat, got some vat time. But um, they had a DJ playing over there in front of, like, towards the side of the Hyperion. So if you're walking down the street there in Hollywood Land, you go all the way to the end. They had a DJ set up there and uh, i think i did some snappies there and uh over then i just started walking around and over there at the paradise park they had a dj or no yeah they had a dj playing there i know earlier in the day they had a, a band over there playing but then they had the dj there at night and I was really surprised to see how many people were there. I I mean, it was just crazy to see, you know, it was packed. It was so packed there. I was like, there was no way I'm even thinking about going down there, not trying to get COVID. So I just stayed in the back, got a little spot, just chilled there. I did some snappies there. And uh, when it was closed for um, the new year, I just recorded it. Like I said, put it on the YouTube's and um yeah, it was pretty cool. It was uh it was kind of cold. It wasn't too cold that I was freezing, but I know it was like about I'm going to say probably the high 40s, like 40 degrees by the time I left. I know it was like around there, so let's say about 48 to 51 degrees during that time from getting there to leaving. Uh kinda cold but not too too cold. <coughs> but it was cool. It was fun hanging out there New Year's Eve. It's something I really like to do. And um I was uh kind of debating if I was gonna do it again this year. Uh in the beginning I was like, I kinda wanted to. I didn't get a reservation on time. And then I was like uh, I don't know, do I really want to go? And and then when they added more days, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take it just in case. And I went. It was cool. It was fun. So that was a good time to celebrate the new year in the parks. And um, I'm glad that it didn't rain. Because I probably would have not stayed. I don't know. Maybe I'll go find somewhere to hide. Then again, it's going to depend on how much rain was going to come. If there was going to be like tons of rain, it's going to rain for like an hour or two. Yeah, I wasn't going to wait that out. I would go. But uh, we're going to talk about the rain and crowds in a minute. But before we do that, don't forget, you guys, you can always head over to Anchor. And uh, leave me a message there and join, you know, you can join the MPC, be part of the Mousepire crew. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Mouspire podcast. Of course, you can listen to the podcast there, but you can also leave a voice message and I will love, I will trust, trust me, I will love to play it on the show. As long as it's appropriate, you know, gotta be appropriate to be on my show. But hey, you can go over there and leave a message and talk about anything you want to talk about. If You had just went to the parks and there's something you want to say or maybe there's something new in the parks you want to share with everyone because, you know, with the reservation system and and, and not being able to go just when I want to go, it's kind of hard to, not hard to get to the parks, but, you know, it's hard to go over there and try to see what's really going on. So if you guys want to do that, head over to anchor.fm, Forest Law Forward slash, forward slash mouse Podcast. And do uh, you can leave a message just like Dan the Millman did. So let's see what Dan has to say today. Yeah, that rhymed.
1: All right, buddy. What's up? You told the Spirit Jersey story. Okay. I admit it. I wore it again, man, because I bought it and I paid 75 bucks for it. I'm not really, I got the discount, but still. Um, the new ones are like 120 bucks. They're all glittery and shiny. Now mine's just basic black, man. So I figured, what the hell? I'll wear it. So a lot of people always say, oh, Disney is a lot less crowded in the rain. It's much more fun in the rain. Not when it's windy, too. The day before Christmas Eve on the 23rd, man, it was coming down. And it was windy. Um, I managed to walk into Oga's, got a walk up list, stayed dry for a little while. But it was so windy, man. I had to buy one of the Disney ponchos, the shower curtain that ripped the same day. But anyway, uh, and deal with that. And I did You get some beautiful pictures in the rain. And towards the end of the evening, it was everybody left. So it was walk on rides to stuff. But I was soaking wet, man. That is what it is.
0: So um, Dan said he was, uh, you know, there with that poncho walking around. But, um, so, real quick, Dan, I just want to say that, uh, after I saw the picture of you in your spirit jersey, I realized that I think that that was a very, 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 very first spirit jersey that Disney released back in, um, I'm going to say like six years ago, I think. I'm not, uh, 100% sure on that. Maybe five years ago, five, six years, something like that. I think that was the very, very first one. So anyway, uh, we were talking about crossing in the rain because people were saying that, you know, when you go to the parks when it's when it's raining, there's no one there. So it's perfect time to go. Well, that used to be the case. That's why I used to love to go in the rain because there was no one there. Uh, but I think things change now with the reservation system. Having to have a reservation and being lucky to get one, I think once you got your reservation and then you find out it's going to rain, you're just like, well, I already got my reservation and I've been trying to get one. I'm just going to go. Or... We are just going to go as a family. So I think that has a lot to do with why it's crowded during the rain. Is because people have reservations and they're basically locked in to go. You know, because they have to go. Because if they don't go, then, you know, they're probably not going to be able to get another reservation. And they want to go check out the Christmas stuff. And even though the Christmas stuff still goes through the Sunday... They're probably not going to be able to go because they're not on break anymore. The kids are not on break anymore and all that stuff. So I think because of that is why it still was crowded during the rain because people feel like they're trapped and that they're they're locked in to that reservation and they have to go. So anyway, that's what I think about the crowds in the rain, but if it's a light rain to me, I, I'm okay going. I don't mind. But let me tell you something real quick about the rain and my eyesight. Now, I told you in the very, very first podcast that I, re, I returned to <coughs> that I had cataract surgery on both eyes, twice on one. And... um after all that happened, and they put it in the wrong lands, and all that crap, my right eye has what is he called it? He called it um um, um monovision. So I have monovision in my right eye, which means I can see uh, near me, right here, cl- close. I can't see far away. I can see far, but things are blurry, like letters, you know, looking at signs from far away. You know, if I'm walking up to Space Mountain I can't see how many minutes the wait is because it's too far. But up close looking at text, you know, looking at my phone and my computer, I, I can see. So trying to look far away is blurry. And when I'm driving the lights, you know, when you're on the freeway and you see lights, brake lights and the other lights, the headlights from the other side it's blurry, so it's hard to see. And um, uh, driving at night is hard to see, you know. It's not too hard. I can see. I'm not driving blind, but it's hard to see when you have blurry lights and you're trying to make out what's in front of you. So add rain to that. Oh, my gosh. So I was out shopping for Christmas, and it was pouring, and i I'm like, on the freeway right now, I will drive on the slow lane, just so I don't have to move over, and try to, you know, see any cars coming, and this is at night, in the daytime, I can see it's fine, but at night, when you're trying to look over, and, and see if a car's coming, and the lights, it it bugs my eyes, so, I'll just stay on the slow lane, and if I know I can move over, because it's, you know, like this is dark. I don't see no lights in my mirror, then I know I can move over. But anyway, it's when you have rain mixed into that. Oh my gosh, it's awful. So I'm like doing that. I'm driving, trying to get home after shopping, and it's pouring, and and I'm like driving just on the slow lane, and I miss uh I missed an exit because I couldn't get over. I didn't want to try to get over because I couldn't see those many cars. So when when I finally exited. I went up the street, I know the street, but one thing I didn't know about the street was what happens during the rain on that street, and what happened, it got flooded, it got flooded, so if you're driving up a regular car, um, the water's probably almost up to your door handle, maybe a little lower, but good thing, I'm in a 4x4, and you know, the water was probably up to my rails, my step rails, so anyway... It's crazy, and then like, <laughs> you can't see, so you're going down the road, and psh, you hit a big old splash. You're like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> and then you don't want you don't want to try to break suddenly because there's cars behind you. But anyway, so I would rather not be driving right now during the rain, and I'll stay home. But uh, yeah, that's my experience during the rain. But it is cool to be there at times. But like I said, I think people are just stuck with their reservations. And that's why they, they're there during the rain. So speaking of reservations, I'm just looking real quick on the reservations for um, the Dream Key. Everything's open right now. Except for um, January 15th and 16th uh, and uh, 29th and 30th. I don't know about the twenty first. I know the twenty first is the first day of um the lunar new year. So since I'm looking at my reservations, the twenty first is marked off for me. But that's because I have a reservation for that day. So right now everything's open. Right now, so you can uh you can go enjoy except for those days I told you. But um, yeah, I think people are stuck with their reservations. And that's why they it was pretty much busy during the rain because I seen a lot of that when I was there in the rain. It was busy. Uh, You know, we're seeing it's busy, so to me, that is why. All right, so let's move on. And we're going to head over to the 100 acre forest. Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah, we're going to talk about Weenie the Pooh. You know that guy, right? You know Weenie the Pooh. Did you hear what happened about Weenie the Pooh? well it seems that uh his what do you call it the copyright on Winnie Pooh is done d u n it is now um what do they call it I can't think of the word, but anyway, um Winnie the pooh and Tigger two. Uh basically the copyright protection for Disney is over with because uh Disney they um acquired the rights to the Winnie the Pooh book. And um so that's how they made, you know, they made the story of Winnie the Pooh and this was um uh, just trying to read here. Um 1926 earliest stories which first appeared in 1926 so Disney went and it required the rights to them in 1960 something and um, now it's kind of like you know the song Happy Birthday it belongs to everybody so what does that mean for Disney well what it means is that Anyone can go ahead and use Winnie the Pooh, the stories, and basically make their own. You know, it's fair game. They can make their own stories about it. They can make their own movies about Winnie the Pooh. They can make whatever they want to do with Winnie the Pooh. But there's a big but. Uh, that mean that doesn't mean that people can use Winnie the Pooh that Disney created. You know. The artwork that belongs to Disney, it has nothing to do with the artwork of Winnie the Pooh that Disney created or the other characters that Disney created. It has to do with the story, the book. So, kind of like Jungle Book. You know, we had Jungle Book, and um, and then then you had um, uh, another studio did Mowgli. So. That's what it means. It means someone else can go ahead and use the characters from the original book and uh, create their own stories. So, yeah. There you go. I learned something, too. So, yeah. So, maybe you'll start seeing different Winnie the Pooh stories coming out. Stuff like that. Sorry, I'm pausing. I got some gas going on. Don't freak, don't worry. It's coming out of the attic, not the basement. <laughs> I had um some good food tonight. I had a <laughs> shredded beef quesadilla. Oh mm, my gosh, so good! The meat was just so juicy. Oh mm, my god, so just to die for. So now I'm burping it up. <laughs> I'm sure you guys wanted to know that. So yeah, we the pool is fair game you now, and um. I don't know what Disney's thinking at this time. I mean, they I, they know that was coming up. And according to this article in USA Today, it says the copyright protections are currently set to expire for Steamboat Willie. The earliest version of Mickey Mouse 2 years from now. So in 2 years Steamboat Willie Copyright protection will be expiring. Not sure what's gonna happen with that. Um you gotta if you guys want more information about this, you can go to your internets. Yes, go check that out on the internets. And don't forget that um whatever you read on the internets is not always true. That said, what is true is that um, yes, not gonna say yesterday. It wasn't yesterday, but it was last week because I had this on my notes for last week's podcast. But uh, I'm pretty sure all of you guys know that um, Spiderman hit a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. So by now, it's uh, more than that. But they hit a billion dollars in uh in in sales in the movie theater tickets and all that, and that's and that's of course uh uh worldwide, not just the U.S. So still, it's pretty good. And speaking of a billion dollars, do you guys see how much that lotto is? It's almost a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know if anybody's winning that or what's going on. I think no one won last time. But, um, wow, it's crazy. All that money, and then people who will win will just, uh, you know, blow it and, um, go crazy or something. I don't know. But yes, yeah, Spider Man hit a billion dollars, and of course, probably more than that now. I haven't checked recently to see where they're at, but, um, hey. It's good. It's good. Bring some money to um to the movie interest industry since they uh, lost a lot with the pandemic. So yeah, if you guys want to know where Spider Man is now, go check your internets. All right. So uh, a few weeks ago, I was talking about some Disney Channel shows, and um, I talked to you guys about. The Secrets of Sofer Springs. And how good I think that show is. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys should check it out. It's on Disney Plus, so you can go and see that. Uh, some some of it is very, very sp- like scary, spooky, eerie. Not really scary, but eerie. Um, So definitely uh, go and check that out. But uh, you guys should actually check that out right now. Just go and start binge watching that trust me you'll get into it you're going to love it and um then you're going to be wanting more but here's some good news season 2 will be debuting on Disney Channel on January 14th so coming up so um let's uh let's hear a little tr- the trailer from that it's really good
1: I have this gift into the future. Bad things, mostly. It feels like there is something in this place. People have been telling stories about seeing ghosts around that place for generations. Isn't it obvious? Paranormal activity. Harper. And it wants us out. Daisy. Who are you? I'm your great-granddaughter and you travel through time. Time? Way in the future. Like, way, way. It was good to see you again. No way. We have to find a way to fix this. One chapter ends, another one begins. Unless you're at the end of the book.
0: Yeah, so uh, check that out. Head over to Disney Plus and check out the very, very first season of Secrets of Sofa Springs. And then uh, on January 14th on Disney Channel, it will debut again. Weekly series. Um, I know I want to watch it, but I might not watch it when it comes out. Because I want to be able to like kind of binge a couple of episodes. And what Disney Channel did was, of course, they put it on, you know, it was on Disney Channel. And then a few weeks later, they just started, like, releasing episodes on Disney+. And I think I started watching it when they had, like, six episodes up on Disney+. And then by the time I got to the end of the sixth episode, they added a couple more. So uh, hopefully they, they do something like that this time, and I'll just wait until they started adding some episodes because trust me, once you get into it you're just like you want to see what happens next. So I I definitely recommend it. Go check that out. Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Disney Plus season one season two premieres on Disney Channel on January fourteenth. So definitely check that out. And I would love for you guys, if you guys haven't watched it, to go over to anchor.fm forward slash mouse power podcast and record a message and let me know what you guys think of it. I would really, really love to hear that and uh, let's get some people uh, you know, doing that. How about you, Ernesto? Let me know. All right, so my next thing on my list I have from last week was Book of Boba and I'm not, I don't remember what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I think I was—I I think I was going to talk about um, that. It was coming on. I think I don't remember, but uh, I'm pretty sure you guys who want to watch that or, or have watched that know it's already on, and the second episode uh, is already out. I haven't had a chance to see the second episode because uh, I just haven't had a chance yet. So hopefully, I can see that tonight and check it out. So far. I think it's cool, Uh, I'm not giving any spoilers away, but uh, uh, the very first episode explains um, how uh, Boba Fett got out, so you can go check that out, that's on Disney Plus, streaming now, Book of Boba, I thought it was really good, and of course there's a lot of things you gotta try to pay attention to, and uh, so hard to keep up with all that stuff. All right, so if you guys uh, follow me on the Instagrams and uh, Facebook, you guys would have seen how me uh, how I was making fun of those sites talking about breaking news, grad nights, dates are announced, and blah, 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 blah. And, and I was like, how is that breaking news? Because I did post it in August, that here are the dates for grad nights for 2022. And all of a sudden... What is it? I don't even know. All of a sudden it's breaking news. Hey, here are the dates. And all those so-called news outlets went crazy with that information. I don't know how that came up to be. I don't know what, you know, how did they see these nights, the dates for Grant night. And like, oh, breaking news. I got to post this. And I even, uh commented on uh the lc register let him know it's not breaking because it broke in august but i don't know i don't understand whatever hey guys breaking news grant night If you want to see the dates go to my instagram and go back to august something it's there trust me it is all right so don't forget um that socal ticket offer is now going on it Started on the 3rd you can go uh, get the tickets for Disney and um, all that stuff. If you guys want information on that, you can just head over to Mouse Power Facebook page. It's uh, posted there. Just scroll down, scroll up. however you scroll, I don't judge. Uh, you can get the uh, information there on all that. So, yeah, SoCal. Offers back and that goes through May twenty-sixth. Check the post for all the information, the details, and all the whatnots and not what's. And don't forget this time, uh sometime this time, I don't know. Time 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 time. Sometime during this month, construction is gonna begin downtown Disney for the new um things that they're gonna be putting up, new you know, businesses, tearing down, AMC, whatever, whatnot, you can go to Miles Power Facebook page and check out that information, too. So, yeah, um, you can, um, yeah, look forward to Construction Mess in downtown Disney over there on that end where, like I said, uh, AMC used to be. That's going to be starting sometime this month. It's, uh, I don't know if anything has started or anything, but you can always... Uh, over there and see what's going on. Yeah. Dan was supposed to uh, send another message and I was waiting, but it's already almost 12 o'clock. And, um, well, it's almost midnight. And um, he has to go to work tomorrow. So maybe we'll get to that next week. It's all good. He was going to talk about Genie Plus. So, uh, hey. That's something that you can look forward to. Look forward to that. His uh, thoughts on Genie Plus and and uh all that stuff. Alright, so the last thing I want to do or the one last thing I want to say is Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Yeah, happy birthday. To you. Happy Wanna say happy birthday to Miles. Miles from Tomorrowland. And you can follow Miles on Instagram at Miles Around the Parks. Yeah, happy birthday Miles. Miles turns fifteen years old on Thursday. So a big happy birthday to Miles. Um It's so crazy to see him grow up. I've known Miles since he was like nine years old. And um uh I think I told you guys before. Met his parents at Disneyland, him and Disneyland, and just became uh good friends with them and with Miles and um uh, it's been awesome to see him grow. He's such a great kid. So happy birthday Miles. Love you. And um hopefully I can spend some time with him on his birthday and have some fun time. Yeah. That's hey, it's going to do it for the Mouse Pirate Podcast this week. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Go check out Secrets of Sofer Springs. You got to do that. It's awesome. So anyway, hey, you guys know what to do. You can follow me on the Instagrams, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Snappies, TikTok. Mouse Pyre. Search that. You'll find me. If you don't find me, send me an email. Email me at mousepire at gmail.com and um, I'll tell you where to go to find me on the internets. Hey, don't forget you can also help the podcast by going over to patreon.com forward slash mousepire. Um, anything will help me run this podcast. Donations. Uh, $3 a month will go a long way. There's different tiers. You can go over there and check those out. and You can see what you'll get with different uh, the different options you can also go over to dgplick dgp com and uh, check out some mousepire gear there i have face masks different types of shirts or i could custom design one for you hit me up over there or you can send me a message at mousepire at gmail.com and tell me you want some shirts or something i'll uh, help you out with that once again don't forget to join the Pire crew. Be a part of the NPC and go to anchor.fm forward slash Podcast, and, you know, record a message. It's not that hard. It's not like you're talking in front of anybody. Just record your message, send it, and I'll play it next time here on the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah. If you guys are going to do that anytime soon, have fun, be safe, wear your mask, and stay away from big crowds. Because you don't know um, when the COVID is, you know, doing the frog leap on people. You don't know. So be safe. Yeah. What well, can we do this again? We'll do it in, again next week. And, um, yeah, one more time for Betty White. We're going to love. We're going to miss you. Everyone loves you. We always think of you. And um, you're on a better pace, Place. Yes. Alright. For Betty White, I'm Diggs. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.